I'm Stacy Gross, and this is Two Moms Day Drinking. Faye Smith answered the question, do you have something to say about parenting? And will you say it into a microphone so I can put it on the internet with a strong yes? Faye, the mother to three boys, said she wanted to talk about her struggle with setting examples, both good ones and ones she feels she could have set better. that you wanted to talk about setting examples uh-huh. yeah well setting examples because I often set such bad examples for my children I'm a horrible example yeah and it's hard for me to you know set a good example for them unless I'm playing fake and I don't want to be the fake person that pretends all the time because I can't do it you know I know a so lot like of give people. me an example oh like in the morning when we're getting ready for school mm-hmm. you know and my nine-year-old is like upstairs and he won't come on the other two are in the car ready yeah. to go to the bus stop mm-hmm. and he can't find something yeah and then i'm like that's it you know and i start yelling at him get your butt down here before and you know right. before i come up there and drag you down yeah and that and that's terrible getting frustrated you no know, yeah i know but yeah. like you wake them up yeah i wake my they have to get on the bus at six you know seven o'clock mm-hmm. six fifty seven o'clock and um, so I'll wake him up at, you know, 5.15, 5.30, mm-hmm. 5.45, you know, 5.58. And they're still. And, and so, yeah, by the time the bus comes and the bus driver's going, it's okay. But it's not. Like, mm-hmm. the bus comes at this time. We know this. We get right. up. We get ready. Right. You know. Another example is uh, I got arrested. Because I got, you know, had some addiction issues. And, I mean, I've been clean for eight years. But at the same time, it's like they saw me go to jail. Mm-hmm. They know that I use drugs. So now right. the conversation constantly comes up. Right. What are drugs like? Yeah. What do they do? Especially with my 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. He's constantly asking questions, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. And I'm very, very real. Are you? Know? you? Yeah. You have straight-up conversations mm-hmm. with them? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, I talk about, you know, tripping on acid. I mean, from anything mm-hmm. to that to doing pills. And the effects, I mean, right. you know, it's not worth it. And right. Yeah, I was I was a terrible parent when my kids were younger. And now mm-hmm. coming back, like, trying to get my master's degree, and they see me failing, and they see me throw my books in the garbage and scream, I can't do this anymore. Right. And, you know, but I guess I'm close with my boys. So I guess I'm not setting a horrible example. I right. guess I'm just... Well, I mean, they're coming to you to ask questions, right. so that's a good sign. Right, right, right. But it's when they start, you know, I swear they swear mm-hmm. type of thing. And right. I go straight from work to home, and we do the dinner thing, and then I get on my laptop, and I'm I'm doing classes. And, you know, I get yelled at sometimes by their teachers. Like, they had a homework assignment in their backpack. I'm sorry they're 9 and 10 years old. I'm not going to baby them. Right. If they have a homework assignment, they need to pull it out and right. get it done. Well, like, why don't leave their backpacks in the car? Yeah. And I'm, I've got so much, so I, like you, I get out of work. I come straight home. I'm trying to figure out what am I going to make for dinner? What are we going to, not what am I going to make? What are we going to mm-hmm. fight about for mm-hmm. dinner tonight? Mm-hmm. You know? Pretty soon it's going to be bath time. I'm going to have to fight them to get in the showers. I'm going to have to do the snuggle time. And then we're going to have to go to bed and start all over again. I am not thinking about backpacks. There's just too much, Mm -hmm. you know, else. And I also, because my my 14-year-old's had a paper route, because I will have been at the paper for two years next month. And he's had a paper route for about a year and a half. And I get such nasty comments from parents. You're putting too much on them. But in my... Like, the way I see things... How old is he? He's 14. No. He started when he was, like, 12 and a half. See, that's not... Yeah. Okay, I'm with you on this. Okay, and he... (laughs) 
does basketball, honor student, you know, he gets straight A's, um, he does all his homework, and he gets his butt up at 4.45 in the morning and does his paper out. He just does it. And it's bad because a lot of my friends, and I'm not going to say any names, but they're like, well, you know, let him have an allowance and da 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 da. To I don't me, pay for chores. No, I don't pay for housework. You made your bed. That's awesome. High five. Yep. Not yep. high five dollars because mm-hmm. that's just a part of being part of a household. Yeah. I don't pay for chores. Right. No, I don't either. Mm-mm. They do chores. Well, I mean, I have to fight with them, but they, right. you know. But for me, our society is becoming so to the point where people expect everything for nothing. I want to teach him that hard work pays off. That when you have a job, mm-hmm. this is your money. Yeah. You do what you want with it. Right. You know. Yeah. And to me, it's, it's, it's a matter of go to bed by 10. Don't be up on your phone all night. Yeah. You know, and just, yeah, I mean, he, that's he, part he, of learning how to mm-hmm. be ready to be an adult. Yeah. And he loves it. He loves it. Every morning, I mean, that's his exercise in the morning, you know. So he doesn't have a problem with it? Not at all. Just other people? Yeah. Oh, I mean... I know they're probably nice people, but fuck them. Like, I, I mean, you know. I know, I know, I know. Um, and I think, like, for me, if, if they see this, they don't look at me like a mom mom. They look at me like a buddy. Because, yeah. honestly, I'm not mature for my age. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, and every, you'll hear, like, don't be friends with your kids, blah, 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 uh-huh. be the parent. Sometimes you have to be their friend. I mean, we have, the girls and I have a very weird relationship. And it's ch- a challenging relationship. But I'm one person and they're two people. They're two very small people who need a lot. And the only way that it works is if I can be real with them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not their friend, but I'm also, I'm going to prepare them for the world because right. I know that I can't prepare the world for them. It mm-hmm. would be lovely if I could, but I can't. Right. So we have this sort of um, awkward dynamic right now. And they're also at an age where they don't get, like, they're seven. Right. They don't understand why throwing an entire bowl of milk and cereal away is so upsetting for me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're just starting to figure this out. But, like, with the chickens, mm-hmm. they go out and get the eggs. They go out and shut the door at night. You know, they go out and do the things, and I let them keep the egg money. Right. You know? Right. So, I don't know. That's cool. I think they yeah. need that. Don't I? They do I, need I think that. they need that. They need that. And I can remember, you know, when I was young, I mean, I was babysitting at 11 years old. Nobody babysits anymore. No. no. Nobody babysits anymore. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they don't drive. No. There's no, like, 16-year-old kids that are like, oh, yeah, I, I drive and, yeah, I can come up, you know? Not at all. I guess for, like, examples, with their dad being the way he is, too, and I'm I'm very, I'm not a passive person. Mm-hmm. I'm very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you say something out of line or you, I question what you've done. You know, I'm, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to let it go mm-hmm. until I get a, a straight answer. Right. Where my husband's more like, ah, whatever. So we get a lot of that. Like, do you ever they, struggle with the guilt then? And does that make you, cause I, for me, I, I am that way with the girls, but then I'll be like, oh. I feel bad because we've had so many negative interactions and I just want them to have a good interaction that I give up. Mm-hmm. And that is where I screw myself over because I give up that one little inch and they're like, ha, see, she has a breaking point, mm-hmm. you know, but it's the guilt. I don't it know. Is. Do you struggle with that? I do. Yeah. And I also struggle right now with, uh, well, my, my 14 year old is starting to like girls and the other two, my 14 year old knows about sex. The other two are starting to ask questions now, mm-hmm. so it's really hard for what me. What are their ages? Nine and ten. Okay. 
It's hard for me because when I was nine and ten years old, I that was like not even a, a thing a subject. And now it's like, Mom, what is this? And yeah. I, and they'll say something, and I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> you know, do you even understand what you're right. what you're saying? What you're talking about? Um, yeah. I kind of enjoy those conversations. I kind of enjoy the moments where, and I never inappropriately bring it up to them, but like when they're like, "Hey, mom, what's a penis?" Mm-hmm. I heard somebody say <laughs> balls today. What's a balls? And I'm like, "All right, cool. We get to have this conversation. I'm okay with it, but I don't bring it up to them. But I enjoy mm-hmm. it when they initiate it because I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a fun one. Right. I get to say balls a lot, so right. this is cool." <laughs> now, do you ever deal with like? I know my kids will just start fighting. And it's oh. all out, like, punching each other, oh. kicking each other. Mine are probably a level down, but yes. Oh yes. God. Like, they just are so mean to each other. And they're girls, so it's probably, it's it's still physical. It, it escalates to a physical situation, but it starts out this, like, nasty, shitty shit that girls do to each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, watching them, and I'm, like, man, you are everyone I hated in high school right now. Mm-hmm. Stop. I don't even know how, like to deal with that kind of stuff and I freak out and that is one thing that I have am a terrible terrible mother over because I'll be pulling stuff and I'm yelling you dummies you know what are you doing (laughs) and they're like we're dumb now and I'm like no and then I have to apologize Uh, I'll call my name or say something like that and then I'm like I did not mean to say those words to you Mm -hmm. It's I'm hard. Sorry. It's hard. And that's why I'm always the girls in the one interview. I interviewed them and they were like really focusing on the fact that I ask for five minutes. I'll say I need five minutes right now, but it's because I don't want to say something and I'm trying really hard and I'm letting you know, like, this is my point and I, we need to break now and mm. we can revisit this, but right. I'm not in control of the things that are coming out of my mouth at this point. So I need to leave. That's a good idea. And I should probably try that. <laughs> well, it doesn't always work because I, I can say that. Like I can have that insight and I can be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. That doesn't mean they don't follow me outside because they're going to get that attention. And mm. the t- I will tell you this. I notice when it's worse is the times when I'm so over stimulated and I'm like on my phone mm-hmm. or I'm not giving them their full attention, even a little bit at a time. Like, I'll come in and sit down and watch five minutes of a show with them, and then they're good for 20 minutes, I've mm. learned. Do you know what I mean? I do that sometimes, too, yeah. <laughs> if I just yeah. give them a little bit, but they they will follow me right out there. I know, and I'll even tell my boys, like, okay, I'm going to snap. Mm. I'm going to snap. Mm. You're pushing me. You're pushing me, and they won't stop. Yeah. And then when I snap, they're like, oh, oh, you're mean. What a surprise. <laughs> what a, why are you in such a bad mood? I warned you, like, 16 times. <laughs> I told my nine-year-old the other day, because he was just... Oh my gosh, he was being so just bad, just mm-hmm. making noises, and just, and I I said you're being a real asshole right now, and he's like, you are so rude, <laughs> you're rude to me, and I hate you. Yeah, and I'm like, really, really, who's being rude? I didn't who's say it in a mean <laughs> way. I was just giving you feedback. I, I didn't don't say know. You are one. I said you're being one. <laughs> that's important. That's an important <laughs> distinction, and I do bring that up with the girls. I'm not saying because that's become a thing now. I will say to the girl, like, it's become this thing now with um, one of the girls in particular. I'm stupid. And I'm not trying to breathe that into her. And I know, I know that I I have a part to play in her f- feeling that way originally. But when she said it the first few times, I was like, oh, and the guilt. And I think that I may have reinforced it. 
so that now every time I give her feedback or I give her a gen- like a legitimate consequence, mm-hmm. like I've told you three times no and now I've warned you that you're going to get five minutes, so now go take your five minutes. And she's like, oh, I'm stupid. Because um, she saw the guilt come out one time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's this vicious cycle. You try so hard to keep it in check and then it, it does happen and you have a conversation and you say, oh, I'm sorry. You know? Right, right. And then they're like, I feel like, they have recognized now where my weak button is. Do you know oh, yeah. what I mean? And they will totally use that against you. And my 14-year-old Devin, he is very... He's, he's smarter than I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he's extremely intelligent. He wants to be a lawyer. and he doesn't, But he will call me out on my bullcrap. And yeah. he calls me out very good. Yeah. And to where I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're right and I'm wrong and I can't let that happen Mm because I'm your mom and I want to be right and you're wrong. Yeah. You know, but sometimes I just have to bite it and just be like, okay, Devin, you're right. You know, I'm the one acting like a jerk and I'm this and I'm, you know, and I mean, that too helps them to see that I'm not. I think it's, yeah, it's important to set those examples. I mean, I think that's a good example to Mm. set. Um, It's just such a fine line because I'm in the same boat as you. I find that I do that, but they have they've learned too much now (laughs) i've been a little bit too honest and my kids in school too like they're very i mean i want to say my kids are good in public and bad at home but i think kind of like that that's common i think i hear a lot of moms say Mm -hmm. that and i know that that's true and they tell me that it's because they know that home is a safe place so they know that you're going to love them no matter how bad they are. Mm-hmm. And it's a good sign, but it doesn't make it any easier in the moment. Right. Not right? at all. No. And then what my neighbors must think when I'm screaming. You know, and, we and I don't, I'm not like a screamer, but when I get to that point. Right. It's not all the it time, but it's like. Blow up. And you try, I, I don't know about you, but I try so hard. I'll be like to the girls, okay, we're getting on a bad track here. This is a, let's, we're having some bad interactions and I can see we're going to escalate. We need to take care of this right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I always get, we'll be better. We'll be better. And I finally started just saying to them, like, that doesn't mean anything to me right. at this point. You'll be better when? Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, a, that's a fun like... thing to say, but it doesn't carry any weight behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And social media, for me, like, I use it a lot. I also have games on my phones that mm-hmm. I play. So for me to be hypocritical to them, because they do go outside and they do play and they are active, I still give them, I still give them time on their social media, you know, and I guess that it's, you've got to learn to break it up so that they're not constantly, because some right. of their friends are, that's all they do. They're never outside. They're always in, in the house. And I make them go get outside. Up, like get up and go outside. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But they'll see me on my phone and they'll be like, but you're on your phone. I'm like, yeah, but... I never had a phone when I was your age. Well, and you're also, like, working. Yeah. You're paying the bills. Right. You're paying the cell phone bill. Yeah. You're... Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if all your shit is done, that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to impress upon the girls. It doesn't... Mm-hmm. What I'm doing, you can't hold me accountable to your rules because I get that it's it must be so... And I remember being a kid and it was so frustrating because I felt so, like, I had no control over my own life. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not going to allow them to have that control. Like, they can't hold me to the same standard. They're seven years old. Right. I'm 36, and I work full-time, and I parent them full-time. And you know what I mean? They try to drag me into this, but you. And I'm like, I hate, like, do as I say and not as I do, but at the same time, kind of, 
Right. You're not at this. Don't approach me like a grown lady because you are not a grown lady. Mm -hmm. You're my child, you know? Right. But then I feel guilty. It's like the cycle. Yeah. Over and over. Yeah. Now, the one example that I have done for them that I think is really paying off is pulling through school because they're watching me and they're asking a lot of questions about college and, Mm. you know, do I have to go to college? What do I, you know? Mm. So, and my 14 year old, I mean, he's already started looking for colleges. So I think that really impacted them in a good way. That's cool. They saw you pursue it. You got your undergraduate degree. I am going to have a master's degree. Okay. So you're working on your master's Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So they saw you finish one and go on for a second. That's pretty cool. Right. Right. Um, And I actually started at GCC. And, oh, my gosh, it, I've been in school for six years. You know, I mean, they were just little. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they've also seen the bad side, um, the frustrations, and literally, like, I have thrown my books in the garbage right in front of them. Mm. I effing quit, yeah. you know? But then I dig them back out <laughs> with tears in my eyes because, right. you know. <laughs> I'm not really going to quit. I'm just frustrated. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, I can't – I complain about my kids having blow-ups, but, I mean, I have my moments, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that they and I are not that separate because I think they feel like they want more control of their lives – And when I'm ready to flip, it's because I feel like I have no control over my life. You know, Mm -hmm. it's the bills, it's the housework, it's the job, it's the kids, it's all the things. And they feel the same way, just for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But man, in the moment, that's where I struggle is in that moment. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I've gotten really good at trying to explain to them, we need to stop this before it starts. But I can only do so much if I don't get the cooperation. Right. I Mm -hmm. know. I know. That and the fact that they don't always empathize with our feelings. Mm-mm, no. You know, they they expect us to be, you know, understand, like, they're mad or they're hurt, you know, and mm-hmm. that's fine. But when it comes to us, and I often will tell my kids, like, you need to realize there's other people around you. Yeah. The world does not revolve around you. Right. And with me being a psychology major... I actually have learned certain things like, you know, teenagers go through this phase where like, I can't remember what it's called, but it's all about them. They mm-hmm. think that everybody, everybody's eyes are on them. Egocentrism. Yes, that's what it's called. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and my 14 year old's going through that right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll come down and be like, if I do this, what do you think everybody's going to think about it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Nobody's going to notice because they're eyes are on them (laughs) yeah you know i don't know i remember being i remember being a teenager and my eyes were on everybody else and i yeah it was really hard for me because i i believe that that's probably true it was my issue but i was like i don't know i was very aware of everybody around me and so i assumed that everybody else was too oh right you know what i mean yeah and i think that actually goes partly with that Oh, like it's a weird, thing. it's an awkward stage because you're super self conscious, but you're also super narcissistic. Exactly, and it's weird. It doesn't gel right until you're about in your twenties, late twenties, right. probably. No, no, because our brains don't even fully develop <laughs> till we're twenty five. Speaks a lot because I don't even think mine. <laughs> mine never did. No. There are some things that <laughs> happened around the age of fourteen to twenty two that I. Probably am not well, that's fully never, frontal like, lobally developed. <laughs> right, right. But like setting an example and and my parents, they weren't examples in my life. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, he was off to the races. He mm-hmm. was a race car driver. We lived in Florida for a very long time. Mm-hmm. My dad made a lot of money. My mom spent it. So they fought all the time. And then we moved up here and I was in high school and my mom worked two jobs. My dad was at work all the time. I really didn't have 
the parents, you know, yeah. I, I relied on my friends. My friends were, were my place to go for everything, you know, staying the night and yeah. everything. Just uh, school nights and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I'm when I was a teenager, it was the same way for me. Yeah. Um, they, and they were dealing with their own stuff. Right. And so I just kind of found a way to s- gently fade Mm-hmm. Over here. Do you know what I mean? Right. And right. so, and that, I worry about that. That's another reason that I'm so uptight with the kids. And I'm so uptight about how I'm doing as a parent. Am I parenting them well? Because I remember being 14 and not having mm-hmm. a lot of guidance or a lot of, you know. So I try to be that parent without becoming that crazy, like, mm-hmm. soccer mom that's screaming on the sidelines of life, you know? Right, right. I don't know. On that, too. And, like, you know, they'll, they'll tell you a lot of, like, counselors and psychologists will say, you know, don't fight in front of your kids. I find that fighting in front of your kids is actually healthy because they, when they see you forgive each other. Yeah. They're as learning. long as it's a healthy fight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're throwing beer bottles and, and bashing <laughs> each other with, you know, whatever. No, that's right. not. Whatever you got to do to get to that point of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. I don't find a problem with that. My kids have seen my husband and I go at it many times but they've also seen the forgiveness that comes with that Mm -hmm. and i think that's a big 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 part because people hold grudges way too long and Mm -hmm. our kids now are learning that they should hold a grudge and they should be that victim forever Mm -hmm. i mean there's a level there's a certain level like past which i don't want to have a fight with someone else like in front of my kids but for the most part and like my marriage was different those were unhealthy fights they were not good there was not good reconciliation, but like for them to see me have a negative interaction with someone that resolves, I didn't, my parents avoided negative interactions and they mm. avoided fighting with anyone, including one another in front of me. And I never learned how to have a negative interaction. So I'm learning that now. And it's just a lot of work. Yeah. Once your, your, your personality is fully formed at 36, it becomes very difficult to learn how to have a negative interaction. Right. I wish that I had seen more. I had friends whose parents fought mm-hmm. and it was uncomfortable at first, but it actually, it became, um, I don't know. I felt more comfortable around it because I knew that they could fight and make up. Mm-hmm. Whereas at home, I wasn't entirely sure how the makeup process would work. So I was nervous to get in the fight. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. No, I could totally get it. And I, and I think, you know, like at home, no, we don't fight as much now. I mean, my gosh, we've been together for 16 years, but it's more like whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. just, but I mean, in the beginning and, and with my addiction problems in the past, like we did fight a lot, but I mean, they're seeing that that you can make a relationship work, but it takes a lot of effort. Because there's been so many times where I packed my stuff up, got my car, and said, see you later, I'm, I'm leaving. Here. I'm all done. Yeah, I'm gone. Taking my clothes, I'm, I'm going home. And then my kids are like, Mom, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bye. That's how you I get really your five care. minutes. That's how you yep. get that five minutes when they won't give it. You just get in the car and leave. And I do leave, and I come back, you yeah. know, and my husband's like, really? You know, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I overreacted. It's all good now. Mm-hmm. But they see that. Not so much anymore, but they did see it. I'm almost, I hate to say it, too busy to be... Yeah. There's so much going on these days. I know. For everybody, it seems like. Yeah. And you get so busy, and, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds, and my kids tell me all the time that I'm chubby, and I'm like, I realize that. Thank you for the new information that's not new to anyone. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You're chubby now. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I know I am. Thank you. But, I mean... That's because I spent nine months cooking you. Exactly. (laughs) 
I exactly go to the gym. I, I have all these friends that go to the gym, and I'm like, how? How do you do it? Yeah. I can't. Like my I kids can't. want me to take them to the gym. I'm like, when? Yeah. <laughs> I got it. I actually want a gym membership. I don't know. I I had donated to the United Fund um, for their thing. Every like it's five bucks every pay, and then mm-hmm. I wound up. I don't know, being entered in a pool to win a YMCA membership, which is a lot of money. And my boss, bless his heart, he has one kid, but he splits parenting. So, you know, there are days, days at a stretch where he doesn't have a kid. Mm. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to sell it. And he said, no, no, you can do this. He was trying to be really, really inspirational. He was for about 10 minutes, you know, and he's like, you should keep it. Don't make it because you have two kids. You can make it. You can do it. But then when I started really breaking down my schedule, there are no days at a stretch. There's maybe two days, Friday mm-hmm. night to Saturday, you know, afternoon-ish where I don't have a kid to deal with. There are not three days right. that I can devote that kind of time to. Right. There's just nothing. No. There's, I don't know. I hope when they get older. I know. And it, it is hard, too. Like, with me, I'll, I'll get up in the morning and I'll do, like, I don't know. I've been trying to do push or sit ups, and I, I've been doing them here and there. You know, Frank he motivates me, and, <laughs> and it gets to that point where like, yeah, I can't do it anymore. And then I'll sit there and I'll I eat, I stress eat, and my kids see that, and I'll have a bag of chips here and a bag of cookies over here, and I'm like, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, because you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ecstasy is no longer an option. So <laughs> right, right, <laughs> Oreos are can't take some mushrooms and go on a trip, you know. But <laughs> but in reality, too, like right now, like I am, when I graduate, I am really looking to pursue starting a nonprofit organization in Warren County for drug addicts. And that's like, this is going to be like my hardest thing like I've ever done. I know it's achievable because I, I've been talking to people and, you know, you ask for the funding, you, you right. get the place. You, yeah. Our county has no place. And I'm not knocking CYS. I, <laughs> maybe i'm a little bit or beacon light you know because they're all helpful in their own little right. way but we need a solid place for parents and children to be able to come and get help mm-hmm. like you're not like a counselor you are a 24 hours a day like advocate peer support yeah, yeah. i i interned at the uh, mental health association mm-hmm. in jamestown mm-hmm. and i got kind of that idea you know for that and that's like my goal right now my kids are like wow mom are you gonna be rich and i'm you know <laughs> that's another no thing. i'm in no. school for social services i'm going to be dirt poor exactly and stressed all the time like i am now so just <laughs> right deal with it. but i mean that's my like biggest goal right now and trying to get them to like and i i don't want to say like i push them on the back burner but at times i do like you have to yeah you have to take some time for yourself, and that's another place where I run into guilt, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, going back to setting examples, I, my mom, bless her heart, bless her heart, she tried so hard to never have a boundary with me, and it caused nothing but problems for both of us. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to, I have no idea where a healthy boundary is and if I'm setting healthy boundaries but I'm trying to set small boundaries like this is mom's desk the sharpies that are on mom's desk are not available to you Mm -hmm. you have sharpies in your own room you know or 
you guys are playing Minecraft and I know you're going to be playing Minecraft and not even thinking about what I'm doing for about 30 minutes. I'm going to go upstairs and edit some audio, Mm -hmm. you know, and trying to get them on board with that. But I feel like it's okay. Like you don't have to feel guilty for those things. I still do, but I'm trying really hard to remind myself, like you have to take some time for yourself. I know. Or there's going to be nothing when they go to college. No. And when my kids play baseball, I run into that a lot because I'm often, when I have to write a 20 page paper and then I've got to get up at 6.45 and go go to work at eight. um, And I'm up till four o'clock in the morning trying Mm -hmm. to finish this because I spent the majority of my evening at a baseball game. That happened just last night to me. Harper signed up for this cheer camp. So, like, the big cheerleaders take the elementary school kids, and then they cheer at the game. Yeah. And I'm I'm not a sports ball. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about the sports ball or how, why, why I, is my biggest question, I guess. But yeah. um, I, so I go to the basketball game, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, watching the clock, and I'm, like, okay, four minutes, four minutes. Holy shit, this one minute is taking forever. Four, another four. Okay, four, another four minute. Oh, she's going to cheer. That's great. It gets to be eight o'clock. And I'm like, okay, we can go. No, they're cheering at halftime. They're doing a little exhibition. So now, and I watch the clock and now the varsity team comes out and that's eight minutes. And I'm like, but no. And then like, there's, you know, three, eight minutes. And then I'm. I'm like, can we just do this? Because I got to go home and edit audio. Right. And I'm up until 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to do well if my kids are sports kids. Uh, I mean, I'll do my best, but goddamn. It's hard. <sighs> I can't. It's hard. It, it is. And then it's like bouncing from one thing to another. Like, my nine-year-old wants to get into dance now. And I'm like, dance really? Okay. <sighs> we'll talk about it. That's not expensive or time-consuming at all. No. <laughs> and, then I, and then I have to bring up, but you're a boy. But I want to dance, Mom. Okay, fine. You know. <laughs> but the boy dance. And my other one wants karate. And then, you know, and then my 14-year-old, he wants to start going on dates. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Good so thing I you got that paper route. And, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the whole chaperone thing, like, I'm worried, like, that, you know, where do I... Okay, you're 14. He's going to be 15 in June. I mean, it's not like he's a baby anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and it's hard for me because the parents that have the daughter mm-hmm. are going to hate me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like, okay, just go. Have a good time. I'll yeah. drop you up. No, you need to be there. But why? Really? Is that a boy Can't mom thing? In a movie theater by themselves? Yeah. That's a boy mom thing? Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. I wouldn't yeah, like that. The girl he likes, the parents are very like, well, will you be there? And I'm like, no, I was going to drop him off at the movie theater, go back and pick him up. Could you be there? No, like, I can't. Could like, you be there? Yeah, exactly. Okay, if you've got the time to be there, maybe you could be there because I don't have the time to but be the there. But the way they're seeing it is, like, I'm the mother of the boy taking their daughter on a date. Like, I should be that responsible parent. But they're the me, mother of the girl sending the girl on the date. They can be responsible. Let's all go together then. Right, exactly. If but it's no big mind, deal, like, if you have to make the time, then let's all make the time. Let's all go as a family. Right. You know? <laughs> but in my head at the same time, I'm like, okay, these kids are almost 15. Like, do we need to monitor their every movie? At what at, point do we just drop our kids off at the movies and right. trust that they're going to be okay? And if they're not, then we handle it. Right. With that is a lesson learned. Why can't it... You I'm know? pretty sure he's not going to get her pregnant at no. the movie theater. No. So I mean, if he puts his arm around her, am I supposed to slap it and say, bad Yeah, what are the rules here? Exactly. So mm. right now I'm kind of like that, like, okay, well, we need to sit down and talk and find the time to do this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because I don't want to And then you got to, it's like you have a very, you have a window of time when you're trying to have, at least with my kids, I've got a window of about six to eight minutes where they're going to actually pay attention and absorb what I'm telling them. Yeah. So if it's important information, I got to be like, here's what's happening right now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the whole, you know, um, another thing that we're struggling with is limits on where they're allowed to go. Mm -hmm. My nine and 10 year old have been sneaking. Mm Mm-hmm downtown mm-hmm. i mean we live in town we right. live by family dollar and uh you know i let them go to mm-hmm. family dollar they're more than welcome to walk there they're more than welcome to walk a couple blocks away mm-hmm. i want them a couple blocks mm-hmm. at least yeah and they've been sneaking in the library Ooh, that's more than a couple and blocks and you that's know. more than a couple blocks yeah so now it's like you know i'm mad and i'm mean because i'm grounding them mm-hmm. and i'm yelling at them mm-hmm. for taking off yeah. and leaving me wondering where the hell they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And I always, you know, I've set, it's, I found it so much easier just to set like three consequences. Okay. What do they love the most? Mm-hmm. What do my children love the most? What would crush their soul if I took it away? And those are the three things that they're going to lose. But sometimes I'm like, Oh, I don't want to take Minecraft away because they don't talk to me for 30 minutes. And I'm like, I, I don't want to take it away. I know. But I have to. It's horrifying. I know. And if I ground them in the house for a week, Oh my God. They're like right here mm-hmm. the whole time. It's a punishment for you. It is. And they know it and they, <laughs> and they work it against yep. me. Yeah. And, or like I, I've like, what was he? Oh, my son was, was bouncing the cat on his lap <sighs> like a baby. Yeah. And I, I took his arm like this, and I said, stop, stop. it. And he's like, ah! Right. Really? Uh, you yeah. heard me! You know? Uh, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, let me tell you about getting hurt. Because <laughs> that wasn't it. It's no. Like, right. No, it's cute. But no, that's not getting hurt. That's getting told. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I touched your hand. I didn't squeeze it. It cut your blood, you know, right. circulation off. Right. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, we just... I don't remember as a kid having as much, and my kids don't really know that they have it, but kids have a lot of authority. Like, I'm, there are times where I'm like, I need to be careful how I discipline this behavior in the middle of Walmart, because someone else is going to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, there are times, and there are times where I hear a mom say something, and I'm like, oh... I know. That sucks. But I also know that there are probably times that I've been that mom in the middle right. of Walmart and somebody else has been like, ugh. Yeah. And we're, we're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we have our issues, but we're mostly okay. I know. I remember one time my kids were just acting up and they wouldn't stop and they wouldn't stop. And my mm-hmm. husband was driving and he pulled right up in the Walmart parking lot, got out of the car, <laughs> and he grabbed each one and he spanked their butt. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're like, ah! And people are looking at him, and he's just like, you know what? Somebody's writing down a license plate. Yeah. That's my fear. That's my fear. And I'm like, I don't have time to prove to, to CYS that I'm not an abusive parent, but, like, oh. that's going to take time out of my day that I don't have, and I so I can't discipline my kid. You know what I mean? Right. And I look at spanking. It's, it, it's fine. And I think it can be healthy if it's a last resort, you know. For certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you have... And every kid is different, you know. It is. Like, my, my oldest one, we've never spanked him. Mm-hmm. Not one time. Never needed to. Never needed to. Never needed to. My youngest two? Yeah. Oh, boy. That's a whole nother Yeah. One. I find that with Harper and June, and I don't very often, and usually it's when there's, like, a safety issue. Like, I remember when they were little, 
she just would not hear me. Like I'm saying, do not run out in the street. Do not run. Out. And so finally I'm like, girl, I'm going to crack your ass. Cause if I don't, you're not going to, you're going to get hit by a fucking car. Right. So right. yeah. Mm. But, and it was in front of the pepper mill. So I'm like, immediately I do it. And then I'm looking back and everybody's looking out the windows and I'm like, who's writing down my information mm. for parenting my child? Right. You know, and Harper's fine. Harper's like, oh, she told me not to run in the street because I'll get hit by a car. I think I just won't run in the street. Mm. And June's like, let me test that theory, bitch. And I'm like, mm. yep. I I'll hope you enjoy mom. running a prison gang, my child, because oh, that's, she's got the, she's got the nerve for it. I'll tell you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know that's a, a big thing with me is, like, um, the, like, if you're screaming and hitting each other in the backseat of the car, mm. you're liable to cause an accident. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not driving, and my husband, oh, boy, he's really bad. But my husband is so funny because he's quiet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't say a word. He just pulls over, opens the door. Takes them out of the car. See, that's... Bam! (laughs) I want to have that mom look. I try so hard to have that mom look. But the fear of a repercussion for having parented my child and the guilt over having parented my child give me that soft edge that they know about. I want to be like... Like... (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. I want to look at them and they know Mm -hmm. I just fucked up. And they... I don't know. Mom's mad. I know. But they know I have that soft edge. I can't... Ugh. And my parents or my kids do too, and they will totally Exploit use it. The hell and they use it. it all the time. <laughs> yep. And it, yeah. Or they'll play me and my husband against each other. That's always hard. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've gotten lucky. I don't have to deal with that because I have, you know, full legal custody. Mm. Um, I make the decisions. Right. I make the decisions, <laughs> luckily. And I don't know if I, I don't know if I, Part of the reason I think I don't want to date is I just don't want any, I don't want to have to train anybody else in my system. Right. This is my system and I have full authority and this is like my little fiefdom here. And well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, a lot of it is you're playing the mom and the dad, but in reality, you know, you hear this all the time, like, Mm -hmm. oh, kids can't, kids won't thrive unless they have both parents. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. Because sometimes as the single parent is on it more than yeah couples because you don't have to be on the same page but i do agree with that like i always said if anybody ever comes up in this Mm -hmm. little kingdom i've got going on here um they're gonna have to be on the same page with me because i will not play that game no i will not play that game no and i remember being a kid doing it and part of the reason i think i have so much anxiety is because i was that asshole kid you know and i'm like i'm not gonna let my kids be that kid right (sighs) I don't know. I never I know if know. I'm being too hard on them or not. No, and, and you know, like, with today, like, so many women, like, you seem to be a very strong, like, strong-minded, like, woman. Oh, I, I So many of my single friends are like, I need a baby daddy, you know. Oh, fuck and no. And I'm like, I'm no. not, you know. Oh, I, I do not have him. time to house train a puppy. Too much. I do not have time for that <laughs> bullshit. I, I don't have it. time. Oh, I love that. <laughs> no, and it's good because, I mean, you get somebody involved, and I see it happen so many times, you know, and then uh-huh. here comes this guy, and he's got like, oh, they're going to listen to me because I'm mm-hmm. with mama, mm-hmm. you know. And No, you're going to listen to me, Yeah, exactly. and you're all three going to listen to me. Mm-hmm. That's how that's going to go. Yeah, and no man or woman I mean yeah even for a single father like no mm-hmm. woman should come in and be like I'm playing the mom yeah you're walking into a family yeah well that's like already... that's the premise of Cinderella right there I right. hate that shit you don't I just know. walk in and think that you're gonna have some kind of no you're you're the newest te- member of the team and you're still on probation here <laughs> like right and that's why I I honestly believe like dating is okay oh yeah you know but I think you should give it 
a Ugh. couple years before you even get the kids involved, really. Yeah. Like, it's maybe introduce them as your friends, friends or whatever. Friends. And that right. was the last relationship I was in. I said that was what was going to happen, and it just took on a life of its own. Um, and then it, it didn't work out. We, I mean, we're still friends. Yeah. But I will never do that again. I, I really need to... Um, but then I don't date often. I was married for several... I was with the person I was married with for about seven years, mm-hmm. dating and married all together. Then it was four years. Then I saw someone, mm-hmm. and then that didn't work out. Now it's been over a year, and I have no plans to, like, date seriously right. anytime in the near future. Right. I cannot get down for that. Let's bring a new man in. Oh, lost this one. Let's move somebody else in. Yeah. I can't do it. I have a niece, and I, honestly, that's... My sister-in-law would have guy after guy after guy come into their lives mm-hmm. constantly, and she has two girls, yeah. and, you know... Well, my niece ended up getting pregnant at 14, mm-hmm. and now she has four kids. Oh, wow. And she's 21. Yeah. And honestly, my sister-in-law, like, argue about that all the time, and, like, it's because of... She watched you... Guy after guy, and I'm talking yeah. like dating for a couple of weeks, and there was a yeah. new one. Yeah, like you rotated men constantly yeah. in front of your daughters. Right. Yeah. So they learn that. Yeah, they learn that they're, and I'm not, I'm not like judging that particular right. situation, but just the overall issue of having men. I don't feel the need, and my girls are never gonna see me say, "God, I wish there was a man around." And they'll say to me sometimes, "Mom, we want a dad that lives with us." Mom, we want a dad who can go see us cheerlead. Mom, you know? And I say, me too. I absolutely want that too, but I will be damned if it's going to be somebody who's going to be gone or somebody who doesn't work out. Right. And that's always my answer to them. It's hard for them to hear right now because they want me to just do the whole Princess Sophia thing and find the king and marry him and everything's great. But I'm not going to do that to them and they get irritated. They're like, why don't you date? I'm like, because everybody's a douchebag. End of story. (laughs) I mean, I mean and, and anymore they are. Right. We've got a bunch of sissy men playing victim, and uh-huh. I mean, I mean, not every man. Right. I, mean, I know some good guys. Yeah, there are some great guys out there, but I just haven't met any that are I'm attracted to. That's a thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not if I'm not attracted to you, mm, yeah. you know, it's just not. I'm sorry, you could be a great guy, but I'm not feeling it, right. and I'm not gonna settle for less. Right. I've settled for less way too many times, I think, and that's why. Mm-hmm. I'm just not interested. It'd be nice to no. have someone. Help me with the furnace or help me with the bills. Well, yeah. But yeah. I... And that might happen eventually. Yeah. But I mean... But I don't need it. Right. You don't need it. Right. It, it'll be it'll be the icing on the cake. Right. If and when it happens. Right. But I'm not out there searching for it because... No. No. What's out there ain't icing and it's not very tasty. No. No. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I know. I know. And even in my own marriage, like, you know... And that's the thing with marriages, too, because... It becomes dull. Mm-hmm. Like, our idea of fun is yeah. falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. Watching a movie. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. See, we that's all out. I want to do. We don't We do not do anything. <laughs> yeah. It's way too comfortable. Yeah. You know, and, like, I'll be, like, and I'll try to, like, spark the romance. I'm sorry. These things <laughs> we watch on TV are so, they're... Like, what do you watch? Just anything. anything. I mean, you know, just anything with, like, a, a scene of marriage. We live, like, Roseanne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. High five to that. I'm totally Roseanne Connor for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, not the way she turned out, but the way she was right. in like the 80s. <laughs> right. Right. The Roseanne show. I mean, it just, that's the, me and my family basically. Yeah. Is, you know. Yeah. Straight up. That's, yeah, that's what we got going on over here. I am, I'm accepting applications for a Dan, uh, but so far there have been no successful candidates. So. No. <laughs> and you know what? And, and that's good too. Because like I said, you know, I, I see some of my friends, and I'm just like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. 
you're in another relationship with a guy that you don't even like. Yeah. And two months later, you're done. Yeah. And, and then that's, what? I, you know what? I probably screen out a lot more than I should. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not feeling it, and if I see anything that puts me off, I get that feeling in my gut, and I'm like, mm, you gotta go, because it's not making right. me happy. And I've been down that road of, like, wanting it to make me happy eventually, and thinking mm-hmm. if I put in the work, it never happens that way. And I finally learned my lesson, I think, you know? And I think we all, like, you know, whether you're single or married or, you know, we all want that attention, that mm-hmm. that love from another, right. you know, I want somebody person. to come in when the kids are having a meltdown mm-hmm. and the dinner's burning and, you know, the chickens need fed and the furnace needs refilled and the ashes need taken. I want them to come in and, you know, take one of those things off my plate, mm-hmm. but not so badly that I'm going to settle for mediocre interactions no. 99% of the time. Mm-mm. No. I'd rather deal with the meltdown and the chickens and the furnace and all the shit right. myself than have a less than pleasant relationship with someone. Do you know what I mean? I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it's hard. And it's hard to make relationships work. Mm-hmm. And, like, on my marriage, I mean, it's 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 been a battle. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to be <laughs> like my mom and dad divorced in their fifties. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That must've been hard. That was really hard. I bet on them. Well, it was hard on them and hard on me yeah. and my brother. Cause I mean, we were in our twenties. Yeah. I mean, everything uh, is fine. And then all of a sudden it's not. Yeah. Yeah. My brother had just graduated from high school and I was like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. Was it something why? that they felt had been coming for a long time and they stayed together until you guys were grown? My dad had an affair. Really? With a secretary. Really? Mm-hmm. That sucks. She was a younger woman. Yeah. You know, um, he would come home and just be like, tell my mom. My my dad was very, very mean to my mom. Really? Very mean. That's hard to watch. My whole life. Yeah. I mean, we'll come home, you're nothing but a bitch, you're an egg. What? You're, not, you're you know. Yeah. See, and I won't, I won't have it. And see, if my marriage ever gets like that, mm-hmm. I would rather, my parents have divorced when I was young. Right. Because it was so hard growing you, up. You adjust to things. Just like kids' wounds heal faster, mm-hmm. your emotional wounds heal faster, or they heal easier, mm-hmm. I guess, because you're still so flexible and you're, think, you're, brain there's still that plasticity and that you know you're still developing and you're still learning oh yeah new ways to cope with things like that yeah and i mean my husband and i had one we had one fallout and it was it wasn't too long ago here he's getting on my my shit about being lazy Mm -hmm. and i stood up and i said you listen here and you listen fucking good Mm -hmm. you will not fucking talk to me like that Mm -hmm. you can tell me that okay jokingly ha 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 but when you sit there and put me down like that, all yeah. I can think of is my fucking dad. And yeah. I, I get mad. Yeah. And I, I just want him out. Yeah. Like, yeah. because like you, I am to that point where I don't need you. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. But I don't need you. I don't need this bullshit. No. Yeah. And I won't tolerate it. Mm-hmm. And it's been a few months now. He hasn't. That's good. You know? And yeah. I think lay that shit down. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I think as mothers, we need to be in that, that, that mental state of, yes, mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't need. Absolutely. Because once we get too needy. Yeah. That's when that, it's, it becomes so easy to be manipulated mm-hmm. and yep. 
and you get you. And it's a slow and... process. It's not something that I think people think when they see women who've been in these relationships, they think the guy just came in dick and balls swinging around yeah. like I'm going to tell you. And that's not how it is. They come in with flowers. They come in doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. And then slowly it changes. But all the while they're telling you it's your fault that it's changing or you're insane. It's not changing at all. They you're just too. misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And so you start to question your own sanity and... You know, it's a slow process. It takes years it to does. groom someone to the point that they're willing to tolerate that. But it's so much easier if you get someone who's grown up that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I want the girls to see no. something wasn't right and she didn't go on a second date. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We've yeah. survived because, you know? Right, right. We didn't have somebody up in there telling us. Right, and that's business. how you said a good example. I mean, I couldn't imagine, even if my husband left me for another woman, having a guy come in... Mm-hmm. And doing that to me, you know? Yeah. Um, I used to fall for the bullshit. Yeah. Oh, me too. That's how I wound up in the marriage I wound up in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so, it's so much better to be over that. Mm-hmm. I, and that's, I think, why I screen so many people out. I just, I'm not interested in falling into that trap again because it took me so long. Men I'd rather want to be control. Alone. Yeah. I think every man in, in, in a... Because our pride is so mm-hmm. much bigger than ours. We're more mm-hmm. humble mm-hmm. than a lot of men. Um, now, mind you, like I said, I do know a lot of men that are very nice. Right. Men want that. They're not going to hold themselves accountable. Like, when I mess up, it takes everything I have to admit it. Mm-hmm. But I will admit it. Right. Man, mm-hmm. my husband will go weeks. And then finally, yeah. oh, remember? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I guess I was wrong. Really? Really? Oh, my gosh. Can we get to Wait. this, like, 50% faster next time? Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> we all knew. You're the only one. We're right. all just waiting for you, daddy You're wrong, you're wrong, and you're right. I'm right. And I, I think with my 14-year-old, too, I want him to understand that, mm-hmm. you know, because he already told me, Mom, I might get jealous. And I'm like, jealous of what? Well, if she talks to another guy, I said, don't be Ooh, don't, don't even. Don't. So yeah. I nip that in the bud. Like, yeah. I'm like, no. Don't let that shit grow. No, no. I she can't. has to be allowed to be her own person. Yeah. And Boy moms, I hope you're listening because this is how we raise good men. We don't yes. put up with that shit. No, no. Never let your, I mean, that that's terrible. Yeah. We've got to be able, and how do you develop trust mm-hmm. without allowing, you know, if I sat, if I sat beside my husband all night and was like searching through his phone, what is that doing to me except right. causing yeah. me right. grief? Right. If something's going to happen, it's yeah. going to eventually show up. Right. And that's, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm not going to wait to the point that I want to search through your phone. I'm going to say, who the fuck are you texting? Right. I'm going to ask you the question and it's probably going to piss you off and we're going to wind up breaking up over it. And I'm okay with that. Right. Because I'm going to ask the fucking question. Right. And if you you can't tell me, then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but that's but the thing. Like, that's you always, were mad at me. Like, yeah, you get to bring up what I did to make you angry, to make you behave that way. Yeah. Because usually in a relationship, it it's both sided. That somebody's wrong on both sides somewhere. Right. I mean, right. it... Yeah. You know... It goes both ways. And, and like, I know people, you know, their husbands or boyfriends beat them. Yeah. I personally know people that are being beat. Right. And you know what I say? You can leave. No, yeah. I can't. I'm yeah. Like, you can leave it's so hard to get to that point because you've been through this process of being you know groomed for abuse and it's really hard and it's hard i think because once you leave Mm -hmm. if you don't have a support system right it's terrifying you know right i i was i was horrified at how would i even 
handle it, you know? That's what kept me in it for so long. Yeah. But I needed to just... What I needed to do was get over how the fuck I was going to handle it and start asking myself how I was going to handle it getting worse because that's what happens. Yeah. It devolves every time and it devolves to only to the point that you allow it to devolve to. Yeah. And like around here... They say there's a lot of support. There's nothing. It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. to, And it's not even... So there's community support. That's great. But I can't call an advocate or no. I can't call a counselor or I can't call a therapist at 1230 at night. And that's when, what we need. Yeah. And so we do. We need like mm-hmm. peer support options. Um, yeah. Especially for like domestic violence, because those are the times that you can't when you need support for that and you're ready to make the call is never the time that someone's available. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I do. I do. And I've actually had some of my friends um, call me like at three o'clock in the morning just mm-hmm. bawling. Yeah. And I leave my phone on. Yeah. Not because I'm better than anybody else, but because I, I believe you need somebody you to pick need. up the phone in that moment. I want somebody to do it for me. Yeah. I need. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and that's a big part of hopefully like with my children once they see because I have it in my mind that I'm gonna do this mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it yeah I'm not gonna stop right I will bug the shit out of whoever I need to bug and yeah. I will do it repeatedly right until I get <laughs> Mary Hatrick yeah. was here last week and she's like I just I have no humility and I'm relentless and I'm like that's what everybody needs to be mm-hmm. let's stop being let's stop having humility and let's start being more relentless yeah. And get what the fuck we want, mm-hmm. you know? Sometimes you have to. Yeah. And sometimes you have to walk on people, and I, I do it to my son. Like, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that, you know, you're the winner, and you're the greatest, and I love you, and in my eyes, yeah, you're the best. Mm-hmm. But I, you lost a game? Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah. Better luck next time. Yeah. I hate. Everybody's a winner. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's winners and losers. Yeah. The losers suck it up and they move on yeah. with their life and they try to like, next time. You learn something from it. It doesn't have to be. We no. don't have to consider it a loss. We have to consider it, well, okay, what did I learn from right, that? Right. What did I choose to take from that experience? Yeah. Not, oh, I lost and now I feel bad. It's, what, what did, did you learn? learn? How did you, how are you going to improve next time? Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. not, it doesn't have to be this horrible thing. So you no. lost. Okay. So let what do we do going forward? Right. right. I don't know. And another thing, like, uh, my friends have, you know, because the schools, many of them have been talking about, like, banning the best friend thing. So everybody feels included. And to me, like, my kids have best friends. They have certain kids that they just love to be around. They mm-hmm. have sleepovers, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's so hard. And somebody, so the girls were having their birthday party and somebody had said, well, you're not inviting every kid. And I'm like, I can't invite every kid. I can't, I can't invite, I can't invite, that's 60 kids. My kids, I have two kids. They're in classes with 30 kids each. That's 60 children. No, I'm not inviting every kid. You know, and they don't want to invite every kid. There's kids that they don't get along with. Do I go to work and say, oh, it's my birthday this week and I'm going to go to Snuffs. So I'm going to invite everyone in the entire courthouse to come so that no one feels left out. Oh, my God. No. No. Do you know how many fucking fights would start immediately? Like just walking in the door, people would be brawling. Oh, yeah. Not everybody gets along with everybody and that's okay. Right. That's lame. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I know. And, and, you know, you don't have to bully 
a person. Like, you know, I tell my kids all the time, don't ever bully somebody. If you don't like them... Just leave be, them the fuck alone. Right. Leave be them, civil, the fuck away from them. Leave, be civil when you have to. Yeah. You know, but you don't have to be, like, their best that's, friend. Like, I, that's how my girls wind up starting in a fight. One will be, like, trying to sing a song, and the other one loves her so much and wants to sing with her. And so then this one's pissed, and now that one's pissed at that one. And I'm like, what... Just sing the song and don't just ignore each other. Right. Why do you have to be on each other all the time? Why can't you just ignore it? Like, she's looking out my window in the car. This does not need to be an issue that I'm mm. having to deal with right now. No, 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 no. I, but they do. They do. They I do. always, they I just, do. I don't even look at them anymore. I'm just like, navigate the conflict. I am not your bouncer. No. No, they worry about each other more than they worry about themselves. Ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah. Like, why are you so worried about him? Yeah. And even when they get to be teenagers, because Devin, at dinner time, because I make him sit down with me at the table. I I just mm-hmm. do. Yeah. As soon as we sit down, Devin's like, "That looks stupid. You need to stop it." And I'm like, "Stop Everybody it! Just stop, Mister Man. Like you are not their dad. Yeah. Stop being a daddy and quit it. You know. Yeah. Yeah." <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they do nothing but fight. And it's no. it's really frustrating. I never had a sibling, so I don't know what's normal and what's like something that they're gonna have to deal with in therapy in a few years. But I, I try to just let them navigate their own conflicts with each other because I'm like, I I can't. No. I don't yeah. care who had the stuffed animal first. If you don't stop fighting over it, I'm gonna take it out back and burn it in mm-hmm. the burn barrel. So figure it out, you know. I've thrown stuff away. Hell and yeah. I literally didn't just put it up. I threw it out <laughs> yep. so they could see me throw it out. Yeah. I mean, it's gone now. I've, yeah. You're I've done. gone through <laughs> days where I'll say, clean up the shit on the living room floor. Clean up the shit. And instead of cleaning it up, there's more shit the next day. So I get a garbage bag out and then all the shit goes in the garbage. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel bad because I know that they haven't played with it in a year and they just found it and left it laying around. Mm-hmm. And they're screaming and squawking. And I'm like, no, I gave you so many opportunities to clean it up. I told you that this was going to happen. Yeah. Like if I go to work and they say, you need to do this job. And if you don't do this job, we're not going to pay you. I don't get to then bitch that I didn't get paid if I didn't do the job. Right, right. Come on. Like that's my thing. I can't prepare. I cannot prepare the workplace for my children, my Mm. precious, darling little joys of life. They're going to go out there and they're going to be an employee. So you're gonna have to figure that out. Uh-huh. I don't know. I'm I not. Am. I'm not a nice mom. I'm a mean mom. I am too. And I'm not really ashamed of it. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm really not because someday I know someday that they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna look back and mm-hmm. be like, I wish my parents would have been yeah. more focused on us. Yeah, less focused on their fighting constantly. Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't have. I mean, yeah. my mom was just like, "Go do whatever." Yeah, my dad would ignore us. Yeah, he would totally ignore us. Yeah, no matter what, I could go downstairs and throw a temper tantrum in front of my dad, and mm-hmm. he'd just stare at the TV. Oh, I wish I had that ability. I wish I could do that. If I had that ability, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast. I'd be watching TV. Like I wouldn't even have any issues to discuss. I'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. I wish I could do that. That's why I had addiction issues, because that's the only way that I could do that. Right, right. I don't like not being able to do that. It's very stressful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But then it also makes you have to deal with it. Yeah. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's like there. You need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Get it over with. Especially with kids, because usually it takes five or ten minutes to mm-hmm. do something, and they're they're over it. Yeah. 
But yeah. It's the initial dealing with it for those because it seems like it takes mm-hmm. forever. It's so much energy. I think that's the problem. It's not even the amount of time I'm going to have to spend on the argument. It's the emotional energy that I'm going to have to put in. I don't have it, man. At the end of the day, no, I don't have it. No, and I can feel it in my <laughs> yep. body sometimes. Yeah. Like, even first thing in the morning when they're upstairs and I hear, stop it, I hate you. And, I'm and like, it's just my chest gets tight. It. And I'm like, oh. Yes. Or at night when you come home and they're like, man, 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 man. And it's like, yeah. oh my gosh. I'm going to go out of my mind. I literally will tell my kids, just go away. Yeah. Well, don't you love your kids? Aren't you excited to see yeah. them? Yeah. Yes, I love you. But I hate the shit that's coming out of your mouth right now. Mm-hmm. And it's making my ears bleed. So go away until you can be yeah. just normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I get home and I'm like, how was your day? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay, bye. You know, if that's all you got to see, go then. Like, gone. I always, I always hope that I have like a good relationship with my kids. And because I want to, here's the thing. I want to be my kid's friend when they're 26, 27, 29 and they're adults and they're doing their own thing. I want them to come over and have a glass of wine and watch a murder show with me and we'll discuss men and you know, all the things, but that can't happen until I've parented them through all the bullshit. Right. And so I'm trying to raise women that I would want to hang out with. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, yep. not women that I would want to avoid. Right. And it's just so frustrating because I can't is. be their friend until they're fully domesticated and they're not yet. And mm-hmm. then there's no end in sight. <laughs> I know. And sometimes for me, like I sometimes because I, I lost and they do have a sister and they know they have a sister and they know that she didn't make it. She was mm-hmm. born too early and mm-hmm. she just mm-hmm. she died. And, you know, and that's a hard thing with them, too, mm-hmm. is. They ask questions about her. And I still, even though it's been eight years, I Mm -hmm. still get really, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Just, I don't. And they're always like, mom, what are you going to talk about? I'm like, because I don't want to cry in front of you, you know? Right, right. But I mean, sometimes I have to break down and and tell them, you know, this is why, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. I can't have any more kids. Mm -hmm. Um, It did the trauma Mm -hmm. to my body. I can't. Yeah. You know, just can't do it. Even though I, I don't want to, I'm 40 now. So. Yeah, and I don't want to have any more kids. Like <laughs> anyway, I've had my fun. Yeah, yeah. But that's a hard subject too. Is if we're not emotionally able to deal with trauma in our own life, right? And our kids know about it. Yeah. Because when they come to me and they're like, "I want to talk about my sister," yeah, I'm like yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we have to be able to. We have like, to be able to. Yep. It's hard, like, when the girls come and want to talk about their dad, you know. Yeah. And, um, if they, if you were to ask them right now, it sucks. It, it, it sucks. I, I have to tell them things that seven-year-olds shouldn't know. They know more than seven-year-olds should know, but, like, they have to be responsible for their own safety. I'm not going to send them out into the world without having the information that they need to be safe. Right. So they would tell you, um, my dad made a bad choice about what to look at on the internet, and he had to go to timeout. And for adults, that's jail. And he was, you know, looking at kids with no clothes on. And it's not safe for me to be in a room alone and with him. And, you know, they, they'll tell you these things. But I don't know. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. No, because I'm not, not going to not give them Faye talks a lot about struggling with knowing whether the example she sets for her sons as their mother are good ones or bad. I know that struggle myself all too well. But I'll bet that if we stepped back and looked honestly at our work overall, 
Both Faye and I would agree that the fact that we even care at all is a pretty good sign. If you liked what you heard, share it with a friend and come back next week for another episode. The music for this podcast was written and produced by my father, Bob Gross, on his goddamn electric ukulele. I'm Stacy Gross, and this has been Two Moms Day Drinking. See you next week. 